Welcome to today's episode of Everyday God Stories. Today, I get to speak to my friend Debbie Billick. She is a speaker, an author of three incredible books, and my really good friend. Today, we're talking about what it's like to have the Lord speak to you and then through you. What's known as prophecy or the prophetic. In the Bible, prophecy was an inspired message from God. A divine revelation. The Bible says that prophets spoke from God as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. As believers that are born again, we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, which means we have the ability to hear the Lord speak to us. We hear Him speak through His Word. We can hear Him speak through prayer. God can use a lot of different ways to speak to us and now speak through us. It's incredible to see the heart of God crash in on a life in front of you when he's spoken to you and then you speak what you hear over the one in front of you. Debbie and I are going to talk about testimonies and when that very thing happens, what it's like for us and what it's like to see the heart of the father chase down the heart of the one that's in front of us. I've heard it said that prophecy is like an invitation to have a conversation with the Lord. You know, it says also in the Bible that we prophesy in part. So the Lord gives us bits and pieces to speak, but it's up to the one who's being prophesied over to weigh it and test it, to have a conversation with the Lord about it. Today, we're going to talk about some of those things. I'm super excited about it because I've seen the Lord move in and through my life, through the prophetic in a way that is so powerful. I think it's it's changed the trajectory of my faith and my life. So today, sit back and enjoy this episode of Everyday God Stories. Let it stir your faith for the more of God and let it encourage your heart. Okay, so you and I met when Stacy Campbell pulled us up on stage to basically talk about how the Lord had been moving in our lives. Um, because we're both a part of her mentorship group and because she's so generous in how she um, gives freely what she's been given, she gave us the stage to talk about um, just the move of God in our life. And um, you had just published your second book and I had just started a ministry organization bringing prayer and the prophetic into the marketplace. And as you started to testify, you spoke about how when the prophetic, um, first started to blossom and break forth in your life, it was because um, you had gone through some really serious stuff and the Lord started speaking to you through other people. Can you explain a little bit about what that journey looked like for you and how you first came to um, realize what the prophetic was and how it was moving in your life and then through your life? Yes, I would love to. I love to testify as to what God is doing in our lives. And it, it's been just an amazing journey the past several years. Um, when Stacy called us up on stage, I was, I think both you and I were caught off guard. We didn't know each other, but it, it had a great time. It was really fun and just sharing about the Lord. And really, in my journey with him began when I was very sick for over 20 years with fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, Hashimoto's thyroid disease, migraine headaches, Sjogren's, and reflex sympathetic dystrophy. Wow. And I 
struggled for years, spent thousands of dollars going to doctors, trying every natural remedy, every homeopathic, chiropractic, acupuncture, just everything out there, prescription medication, and I was in just pain and um, really got to a point where I was suicidal in 2015 and uh, was at my end, the end of my rope, and my son had come home and he was really growing in the Lord and hearing from God and he was away at college. He came home and had been asked to speak at a, a group that was meeting and so, of course, being the good mom I am, I got out of bed and went to hear my son speak. But at the end of um, his message, I was so sick. I just wanted to get back home and go to bed. And this lady came up to me, and she put her hand on my shoulder. And I didn't even open my eyes because I just, I was done. I, I needed to get out of there. And she started praying for me, and then she started speaking things over my life that I only had shared with God. Nobody knew but God and myself, and I was blown away. And I thought, what in the world? And and it really, that was the first encounter I'd ever had with what we call prophecy, where somebody, the Lord was speaking through somebody to me for that moment in time. And the Lord is so gracious and, and full of mercy in doing that, sending people to you when, you when you're asking, when you're seeking, when you're, when you're wanting to hear from Him. And so I went away, and I was just like, wow, what was that? And I wanted to know God more. She gave me a hunger and a thirst to know him and to hear for him, like, from him like she was hearing from him. And so I went back to uh, the meeting again. They meet, meet every week, and I went back a few weeks later, and another person spoke a word over me. They, they came up, and they started praying for me, and they spoke a couple of scriptures over me, and prayed for me, again, things that God was already doing in my heart, and I was just absolutely blown away. So I went home and I started reading every scripture I could find on hearing the voice of God or how God speaks to people, how he spoke to people in the past, and and really started hungering to hear him in a, in a tangible way that I knew that I was hearing from the God of heaven. And, and you know, the flesh in us wants to hear that loud, booming voice from heaven, and that's not how it happens most of the time. Some people do get to hear that loud voice, but um, most often it comes in other ways through through nature or somebody else coming and speaking to you or something you read. Or And it was, it was just a beautiful journey. And in one year, I went from being on 10 prescription medications a day to zero. Wow. And it was from people coming up to me, sharing the word of God. They would take a, a scripture and pray a certain scripture over me. I remember one of the first scriptures somebody ever prayed over me was 2 Timothy 1.7. And it's, they said, they came up to me and they just looked at me and they said, Daddy, you have not been given a spirit of fear, but one of power, of love, and of sound mind. And I just broke at that point because I had been losing my mind. I was so sick and on so many medications that I couldn't remember. I'd walk into the kitchen and couldn't remember what I went into the kitchen for. I couldn't remember finished sentences. I couldn't, I was, I really was losing my mind. And so this person comes up, speaks the word of God, which is living and active right from the Bible into my life at the time when I needed to hear it. And that word went in so deep. I went home and I memorized that verse and I started speaking it over and over and over, over myself and over everyone else that I came across. <laughs> and I just started speaking it and I walked into a sound mind. Wow. Wow. So when that first started happening and you, you said you went home and you started just searching out 
how God spoke to people in the past, in the Bible, even in history. And, and, and you started just hungering for that. Um, were you aware it was called prophecy? Did you know that's what was happening? Or were you just like, how do these people know what my prayers are? Like, like they're reading your mail, like they're like, you know, like they've, they've tapped into your prayer life and, and they know things that they couldn't possibly know. You knew in that moment that was the Lord. There's no way it could be anything else. But did you know it had a name? Did you know it was called prophecy? Or is that when you kind of found out that's what this is? Yeah, I didn't really know it was called prophecy. And I thought prophecy was where, you know, the prophet gets up and says a word of the Lord. and Thus and saith the Lord. God, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I didn't realize, you know, God also used people to speak into other people's lives that, that, you know, they really seek him and hear from him and then can speak a timely word into someone's life. That literally, in my case, these words were coming in and they were shifting the course of my destiny. They were yeah. just redefining and walking me back into the call on my life because each of us is born. You know, the Lord knows us intimately. He knows us personally. He fashioned us in our mother's womb. He knows the very number of hairs on our head. And, and so, of course, he, had, he put us on this earth. So he, he put me, Debbie Billick, on this earth for this time, this season, and this place. But I had become so sick, I had fallen completely off the course that God had for my life and given into just the lies of the enemy and believing I was worthless and I was a burden to my family. And so, you know, the depression set in and the weariness and the just I'm, I'm, I'm a burden and so wanting to end my life. And as people started speaking God's heart, God's word, people who heard from him, speaking it into my life, restoring my identity, who I am as a daughter of God, and, and just re really redefining who I am in my own heart and mind through the word of God, both the written word of God, they were speaking Bible verses over me, they were praying over me. I, I literally started walking into that person that God destined for me to be. Yeah. Did you find, you said, I think, um, earlier um that the ailments the the infirmities the sickness that you had been experiencing the more that the word of god was spoken over you whether it was a prophetic word or it was scripture prayed over you um you said those things started to fall off of your life um so you started to find yeah. not only were you walking into your identity as a daughter and understanding who God created you to be, but you were finding physical healing at the same time. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. I recognized that most of my um, physical ailments really were heart issues. They were issues of, of heart wounds, wounds that happened as a child through growing up as a youth, as a young adult. And really, I was holding on to a lot of bitterness and unforgiveness and, and again, just that critical spirit of everything was negative, negative, negative. And I grew up in a, a um, family with all my relatives were just very, they, they saw the glass half, half full rather than, um, I'm sorry, half empty, you know, that negative mindset. Yeah. And so I really, when the, the word of God started being spoken over me and I started really getting into the, the Bible and looking up scripture specific to my life and, and then decreeing them and walking into that. The, the wounds of my heart, the path, the wounds of my soul were being emotionally healed, mentally healed. 
And as a result, the the physical just started the, the physical ailment started just improving and improving and improving, like my health was being restored as my emotional well-being was being restored. Wow. And, and as I walked into that forgiveness, really forgiving people and letting go of the bitterness, the anger, the resentment. And it was a beautiful process. And I started picking out scriptures just really specific to what the Lord was doing. If I read something and it like jumped out at me in the Bible and I was like, wow, it resonated with my spirit. I would write it down on a little note card and I carry these note cards around and start reciting them. And two of the verses at the time that were so instrumental in my personal healing was Psalm 37, 23, where it says the steps of a righteous person are ordered of the Lord and he delights in their way. And I thought, okay, if my steps are ordered of the Lord, then no matter where I go or what I do, I can be hearing from him and knowing, knowing exactly what to do in this, in that moment in time, because he's ordering my steps. And the other one was Proverbs 19.21 that says, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord, the Lord's purpose that prevails. And that was so powerful to me because I was um, personally a list maker. I go through my day, you know, I'm going to get this done and that done. And I have my. Oh, no, you're one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I started thinking, okay, I can have all these plans. But it's really the Lord's purpose that prevails. And I started thinking, I want to be like these people who are speaking into my life, who are really um, transforming my life. I want to be like that. I want to be a blessing to those around me, a blessing to the people in my life. So I started meditating on those and just really trying to ask the Lord, don't let me miss God opportunities. Don't let me miss, don't let me be so busy about my agenda that I miss your agenda. It's how you want to use me. Yeah. And so I was you know, getting healed up physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And then really submitting myself to what do you want to do with me now, Lord? And then that's where I started walking into the, the um, being able to hear the voice of God and then being able to speak it into others' lives. And a real transition place took place in that season that I'm just so grateful for. Yeah, I'm grateful for it too. Because one, I want everybody to know how it's so funny. Um, I love your journey because I love how you said that you would just dive into the word of God, into the Bible when a verse would come alive to you and resonate in your spirit and seem as though it was speaking to your direct situation that you would write it down and recite it and then repeat it to other people. And, um, you are one of the people that I can honestly say that in my life, the word of God flows out of you like water, like it, it flows out of you. It is always on your lips. And, it excites me because I, I love that. And, um, I, um, I think that the process that you went through is super important for people to hear because it wasn't like, um, there wasn't struggle involved. There was struggle involved. In fact, it's the thing that propelled you into the word of God and into seeking the Lord to hear him because you saw other people hearing him and you wanted to be used the same way that people were being used in your, that God was using people in your life to speak his, his word over your life, to speak encouragement to you, to speak comfort to you, to challenge you in ways. And, um, so you went through the physical healing, you went through the emotional and the, and the, um, the deep healing. And then you started asking the Lord to use you in that way. Can you talk about a little bit what it was like when, when you started, you were almost like the story in, um, 
I think it's Luke for uh, the woman at the well where she finds the living water. She, she meets Jesus and then she runs back to town and tells everybody, I found the one we've been waiting for. And that started happening in your life. Like you would hear from the Lord in your own time and in the things that he was speaking into you. Um, can you talk a little bit about what it was like for you to first hear the Lord and recognize that it was him speaking and then have him speak specific things to you, to other people um, and see what he was doing. Like see his heart collide with theirs before your eyes because you were obedient to open your mouth. Yes. And at first I was so terrified. Like I would feel this little, almost like a little urge or a, a butterfly in my stomach when I would see a certain person or the Lord would highlight somebody to me. And I'll give a couple examples of that, but I knew I was supposed to say something, but I was terrified because I still was in that insecure place of, well, those other people hear from God, but I don't know if I do. This might just be in my mind. Like, is this really you, God? Exactly. (laughs) Or was it the pizza I ate? Was it like, yeah. (laughs) And I remember one of the very first times I was at Costco, and I was in the bathroom, and I come out, and I'm washing my hands, and this lady comes out. And she's washing her hands, and I just looked at her, and I felt those little butterflies, and she was just beaming, like shining, like the Lord highlighted her. And so I didn't even know what to say, but I just, you know, I, I knew people have said, if you just open your mouth, the Lord will fill it. And it's that step of faith, getting over the butterflies and just yeah. doing it, because you know that there's there's a reason your body's feeling something. It's, it's you know, and it, it, it's usually the Lord telling, prompting you or nudging you gently. And so I opened my mouth and I just said, you must know Jesus. You are just shining so bright. She got the biggest smile on her face and she said, he's my best friend. And we, have, we ended up having a great chat, but it was, you know, had I not said anything, nothing would have changed probably in either of our lives. But the best case, she got so encouraged that, that she, she loved Jesus and, and her life was ex- exemplifying that. She was showing it just by being who she was. And so I started doing little things like that, just giving these little encouraging words when I would feel it or, or hear somebody or see somebody that I thought I was supposed to say something to. I would call someone on the phone if I felt it or was praying for somebody. I felt the Lord prompting. I'd send a text. But then finally, I, I really wanted to know more about this. And I attended a, uh, I signed up for a prophetic training that Stacey Campbell was doing in June of 2018 at near my hometown, just an hour away. And I went to it and they have these times where they, um, you get to be activated in the prophetic or do little activations or exercises to practice and to ask the Lord, you know, give me a word for somebody. And then you get to share the word with them. Well, I was so timid. I literally, every time they did one of those, I would go into the bathroom. Like I'd escape. I still was so insecure in in hearing from God. Well, on the last day, it was a three-day training. The last day, I was sitting there, and Stacey Campbell was up teaching, and she spoke a word over my life, a two-minute, ten-second word, and literally said some things that, again, only God and I knew that I was dealing with. And I left that conference, and it was like something that she said, the word of the Lord just went in and swooshed right into my heart, and it activated me. And I left from there, and I went to my, um, I had a chiropractor appointment an hour away. I drove 
and I walked in and I end up I walked into the chiropractor and and uh, he called me into the office and I said you have the anointing of the Holy One and all knowledge first John 220 and he looks at me like whoa and, and then we had this ended up having a great spiritual conversation there was another lady in the waiting room and the Lord gave me a word for her and I said it and then I went to meet my husband for dinner and these, this elderly couple was getting out of their car and the Lord gave me a word to stop and, and speak to them at their car. And all of a sudden I was just flowing and it was like, I knew that I knew. And so I went back and I said, what was it about that word that Stacy spoke over my life? And it was almost that, that I knew that God was giving me words. I knew that I was hearing for him from him, but it was like, I needed that permission. And when she spoke the word of God at the exact moment I needed it, it like broke the fear off. And there was a boldness that came over me. And that's the power of a prophetic, a timely prophetic word that someone speaks in your life. It's, it's them confirming what God's already doing in your spirit, in your heart. And then you get to receive that word and then walk into it. And yeah. that's kind of what happened to me. And from there, it's just, there's been no looking back. It's like, now I know confidently that I hear from the Lord, that every one of us can hear from the Lord. And that it, it just takes that obedience and that, um, that encouragement of your spirit, like to just do it, just open your mouth. The worst case is you say something to somebody and they're going to reject you or think you're crazy or walk away from you. The best case is that you transform a life and change a destiny. Yeah. And that's what Stacy did for me and so many others. And that's what now we get to walk into. Mimi and I and so many others in our, our group get to walk into transforming other lives from just listening really studying the word of God, being sharp in the word and, and then being able to speak it over people's lives. Yeah. So when, when you said you, you went to that conference and, and Stacy Campbell spoke a word of God over you, explain what that looks like and what that looked like for you. Did she just call you out of the crowd? Did she, did you know each other? Was this, um, something that was like, uh, super specific to just you? And, and what did that look like? She was up in front teaching, and it was a classroom setting. There were probably 50 of us in, like, a classroom. And we did, I didn't know her. She didn't know me. And she just said, you, you in the gray sweater. And my friends turned and looked at me, and <laughs> I pointed at my chest, and she goes, yes, you. And then she just said, I see that the zeal of the Lord of hosts has eaten you up. Mm. And it just went whoosh because I was so hungry and so passionate and so full of the zeal of the Lord. And it was, it was him. He, yeah. he ate me up. The zeal of the Lord of comes to the you up. And that word went in. And then she, she went on for a couple minutes saying things about, I see you prophesying over people in coffee shops and restaurants and parking lots. And you're going to be hosting people in your home and sharing the word of God. And, and you're going to be teaching the word to young women who need to know more. You're going to be mentoring people. And I tell you, that was June of 2018. I walked into every word that she said over my life that yeah. day. Yeah. And it's just been just incredible. I go back and listen to that testimony, and I just, I weep because God was passionately pursuing me, and I was heeding to his voice, hungering for more of him. And that's all. I encourage every one of you, all you have to do is, just submit, submit, and just say, God, I want to hear you. I want to know you. He's so faithful to meet us where we at, where we are at. Yeah. And the word of God says, my sheep hear my voice. You know, like we yeah. hear him. 
we get to hear him. And what a privilege, what an honor. And so just seeking him and asking and then, and then, you know, asking him for the boldness to walk it out. Because it does take courage to walk up to a, a complete stranger and say something. But again, worst case, they think you're crazy. They walk away. They reject you. Best case, you shift somebody's destiny forever. It's funny you said my sheep, you, you quoted that verse in John 10 where it says, my sheep know my voice. It says, my sheep know me, they know my voice and they follow my way. And it's that boldness yeah. to step out and not worry about what you look like, how crazy you might seem, <laughs> you know, um, what's a, but the desire for someone to know that they're seen and heard and loved and fully known by the Lord overtakes yeah. the fear of being rejected. You said that earlier, you know, like the worst case scenario is that somebody's going to reject what you're saying or think that you're crazy or turn away. But, you know, I've found that 98% of the time people want to hear what the Lord is having to say over them. Complete strangers, um, you know, people that we know and the Lord gives you a word for them. Um, 98% of the time I found people want to know um, because they're hungering for that knowledge that God sees them and loves them and knows them and has a plan and a purpose for them. And um, I'm just so encouraged by you and your story. And before we end, I actually want you to give me, if you could tell us a story where, um, Maybe the Lord gave you a specific word for somebody um, that you didn't know, whether it was a coffee shop or a grocery store or wherever, and and you stepped out in faith knowing that God was just going to show up because he was calling you to do it, and you gave the person the word, and um, and it really affected and resonated with them because I really want people to understand that God is in hot pursuit of hearts, <laughs> and he's using us to do it. Yeah, I have my favorite story. I have two favorite stories, but I'll share one of my favorite stories is I was in a meeting an hour from home and I finished up and was going to start driving home and I texted my husband and I told him I'll be home in about an hour. And he said, oh, I'm going to be getting out of my meeting right when you're passing through this one city. Why don't you stop and we'll meet for lunch? So we chose a restaurant, met in the parking lot. We walked in, and the waitress could have taken us. There were two rooms, one to the left, one to the right. She took us to the right and seated us near three men. And we were sitting there just talking and order our food, and I really felt in my spirit I was supposed to go up and talk to this. It was, that again, those little butterflies and this one man of the three. I just knew I was supposed to go say something to him, and I didn't know what. And so I said to my husband, I said, honey, I think I'm supposed to go say something to that man over there, one of those men. And, and he goes, okay, I'll meet you in the car. <laughs> and we had a little chuckle about that. And then he said, okay, how about if we eat our lunch, and then if you're still feeling it, I'll go over there with you when we're finished. So I said, okay, great. So we ate our lunch. We were talking, and we finished our lunch, and I looked at him, and I said, honey, I'm really feeling it strongly. I'm supposed to go over there. So he said, okay, let's go. So we got up from the table. We went over to these three men, total strangers. And I said, hi, my name's Debbie, and this is my husband, Bill. And I, I was sitting over there, and I just really felt I was supposed to come up and say something to you. And I pointed to the one man that I really felt I was supposed to speak, speak something to. And I said, God just wanted me to come over here and tell you how much he loves you. 
and he is passionately pursuing you. And the other two men, their jaws about dropped and hit the table. And my husband and I looked at each other like, what just happened? And um, the one man spoke up and he said, this man that you just spoke to just was released from prison. And this is his probation officer and I'm his friend. And we were just telling him how much God loves him and that Jesus died on the cross for his sins and that he gets a fresh start today. And that if, if what we're telling you is true, the Lord is going to send somebody to confirm it. Whoa. And it was minutes later, minutes later, my husband and I walked over to the table and shared that with him. We start. We all started crying. We asked if we could pray for them. We prayed over him. And then they asked if they could pray over us. They prayed over us. The waitress came over. She was so excited. She goes, I saw something exciting go to I want to be prayed for. So we got to pray over her. The whole ripple effect was going out to the restaurant. It was just one of those moments in time you just want to freeze history and stop right there and, and bask in the presence of the Lord. But that man, it, it it blew me away. I got back in my car to drive home. And I realized, you know, again, going back to the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. I didn't get in my car and go to that meeting that day knowing I was going to meet my husband for lunch. We, I only decided after I got in the car. I texted him. He says, hey, stop by. Let's have lunch together. We stop by. We pick a restaurant. We go, God's orchestrating all these steps. The waitress keeps us to the right instead of to the left. And yeah. then the Lord, I feel him nudging me to go speak to this man. And then even to the point of my husband saying, let's finish our meal. And then if you're still feeling it, and had we gone any earlier, they wouldn't have gotten through all of that sharing and tell saying that someone's going to come and confirm this. Yeah. So it's like, man, just heating. I mean, that was, the Lord was orchestrating this up to the very second. Yes. And it was so so miraculous for me that I, I said to the Lord, I want to walk in this every day. Yeah. I don't ever want to miss it, God. I yeah. don't ever want to miss it. I've had that same conversation. If this is what it's like, if this is, if I get to see your heart collide with somebody else's, I want to do this for the rest of my life. If there's breath in my body, this is how I want to live. So maybe you're feeling a little like Debbie and I right now where you just long to hear the voice of the Lord for yourself, for your loved ones, for those that are around you. I'd like to tell you about a prophetic boot camp that's happening November 5th and 6th of this year in Santa Maria, California. It's being put on by Stacy Campbell, Shiloh Company Global, and the Healing Rooms of the Santa Maria Valley. You can find information about it and register online at shilohcompany.org. If you'd like to find out about Debbie's books, you can find them on Amazon.com under Debbie Billick, B-I-L-E-K. I'd like to thank you for joining us for this episode of Everyday God Stories. I pray it stirred your faith and ignited your heart. Until next time, don't forget to look for God in your everyday story. <laughs>